Look, Daddy, teacher says every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. That's right. That's right. I am here to tell the story. And I am here for the food. People, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh, my God! Do you know how to say, yo? Yo? I think the milk's a little sour. It's soy milk. Huh? You said you're lactose intolerant. I did say that. Thanks for remembering. Go to sleep. We're going to press on, and we're going to have the hap, hap, happiest Christmas since Bing Crosby tap dance with Danny fucking K. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. It's written in the wind. Welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of The Real Roundtable that does what it says in the tin. It's best film ever. My name is Ian. I'm Liam. I'm Ellie. I'm Ethan. And I'm Georgia. Hey, we got through it a lot better than the last one. Yes. <laughs> and so we are here today to talk about Christmas films. So this is a bit of an extension or a carryover or something we didn't. We were on Pod VCon just a couple of weeks ago when yeah, the V right. stands for virtual, <laughs> as Ethan was kind enough to remind me. And so we are. Uh, we talked about unconventional Christmas films, and we sort of said let's hold back a little bit. People are asking, "What's your favorite Christmas film?" So we've got something for that. We do, and we're doing that now. So this is us talking about our favorite Christmas films and whether and the, the sort of the, the governors are off the, whatever your justification is for what makes a Christmas film a Christmas film fine go ahead let's have at it so we put it forward to our audience you know, up to us I've got some lists we'll read them at the end as we usually do on these things but first what is it about Christmas films that are so enjoyable like what is it about Christmas films do you watch a lot of films you know leading up to Christmas do you, is it part of your tradition or is it something that only comes on on Christmas Day something you, you partake a lot of what is the sort of idea of film and Christmas movies in your own personal celebrations does anybody want to sort of start off with that yeah I will okay go ahead um, so it's, it wasn't really a big part of my childhood to to watch a lot of Christmas films. Um, so I, as a result, haven't seen that many. Um, but in recent years, I have tried to watch more and I have a few now, which I mean, I, I tend to watch Home Alone every year um, and um, have been trying to expand my kind of repertoire as well. But I think what they give you is that sense of warmth and kind of Christmas fuzziness, even if whatever else is going on in the world, um, you've got a little bit of a, Christmas magic storyline to tap into. All right. Uh, Liam? For me, um, I've watched Christmas movies ever since I can remember, and it just brings back a lot of memories for me with certain films. Um, So like Home Alone, you know, um, Santa Claus the movie, things like that. It brings out a nice feeling and memories of family of times gone by. Um, I'm one of these weird people that don't just watch Christmas movies at Christmas. Mm -hmm. I watch them in the summer. I watch them whenever... You know, I play Christmas music in the summer. So, you know, Christmas is a nice special time for me. I like the whole sparkliness of it. I like the idea of snow, which we don't normally have anymore. Not, not, around the, Christmas. not, not in England anyway, no. No, which yeah. is a bit... Meh. We had some the other day, though. It's not Christmas, though, no. is it? <laughs> if, 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 if it snows on Christmas Day, I'll be one happy boy. But no, it's not going to happen. Okay. So, yeah, I, I love my Christmas movies. I've got a soft spot for them. 
I've been watching a lot of Netflix Christmas movies. That's sort of a recent thing. Is yeah. that Netflix is the new kind of deliverer of, of Christmas content. And the weird thing is they tend to put their movies within movies. So if somebody's watching TV yeah. within a movie, that'll be a movie of something. Yeah, they re- they're famous for referencing other films in their films. That's yeah. kind of weird. Yeah. Um, and Miley Kunis, is that her name? Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis, yeah. She's in a lot of them for some reason. Is she? Yeah. So's so Candace Cameron Bure. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I mean, they are just, like, they're not great, great movies, but, you know. There's a lot of bad Christmas films out there. Cause, yeah, there cause, are. Because it's, it's, it's just an easy way to sort of sell, a, like, a, it's a lot of bad Christmas uh, albums as well. Yeah. It's the same, same idea. It's just a, it's an easy cash grab if you can do a decent job of it. Yeah, if you can do all. a fairly decent job, that comes around yeah. every year, doesn't it? So Georgia. Um. So I grew up with um, a series of Christmas films, one of which that's actually got a trilogy to it, and they kind of came out as I grew up with Christmas. Um, so those three hold a very special place in my heart because I watched them kind of as they came out. They were new to me then, um, and we still watch them all every Christmas. I've got one that's on my, my list that we'll discuss later that most of you probably don't even have a clue what it is. It is in my number 10 spot, but it needed to be on my it, list somewhere. As the one person who's had access to all your lists, I know exactly. I was like, <laughs> what is... <this?"> yeah. <laughs> my, I, didn't, I didn't research. I'm like, the gloves were off, so you could do whatever you wanted to. So yeah, you can explain that at some point if you so choose. I will, I will do. Um, but that one's... Yeah, that one's one that I've watched since I was tiny. And just I watched a clip of the, the end of it before we came on today. Um, and it brought back so many memories so much nostalgia something that i don't usually get to experience on with films and things we didn't watch many but that is one we had on video and did watch lots and lots and lots at christmas um so yeah i don't have a massive experience with loads of different christmas films i mean i only watched muppets christmas carol for the first time last christmas wow wow yeah wow so the one but the ones i have watched i love and are near and dear to my heart at christmas so yeah Ethan, I I'm not the biggest Christmas film guy anymore. I used to really like them, and I kind of just got bored of them because it's not that they're all the same. They are the same formula of I like them because they make me feel happy because there is no real negative thing. But Christmas movies for me now are drinking games because let me tell you, there are so many bad Hallmark Christmas films that I love so much because you're a university student every movie's a drinking game every (laughs) every excuse i can get to make a drinking game i will take it and let me tell you i see a hallmark movie that has the same title as like 30 others and it's a white couple in like a red jumper and a green jumper she's always wearing the red jumper christmas prince or a prince for christmas the princess like chris it's it's all the The princess christmas wedding (laughs) yeah Yeah, yeah. there's like a christmas snow globe a snow globe at christmas same (laughs) actress different films yeah Different guy, um, same jumper. <laughs> yeah, it's all that kind of stuff. I've been watching a lot of those because they're absolutely awful, and uh, Christmas is now that for me. I love to get absolutely like off my face on something and just take a shot whenever the film is awful. All right, uh, for me, I know uh, Christmas films are kind of. I think I think it's similar to what most people have said. I think it's the, these films you experience as a child to some degree. And for some reason, it's the magic of Christmas. Not because the film's necessarily brilliant, but because of what you associate that memory with. Yeah. And I think there's one that Liam will probably bring up, or myself. It's, it's going to be... I can tell you the memory behind it. Yeah. And um, 
yeah, you experience movies as a kid, and you've seen so few movies. These movies, therefore, become so much bigger and more important in your life than it is when you get older and uh, stop you know, watching films for drinking games, and you can actually re- remember the film you've watched <laughs> yeah. at the end of it. Because if you ever play, watch one of these Hallmark movies, Ethan, you're never going to remember the film at the end of it because you'll have drank too much. So I think that's... I've just realized that there's possibly one film on my top ten that I saw as a child, and even then I'm not sure when I yeah. first saw it. Well, let's talk about a little quick, easy promo. Let's open the floodgates with the film we're actually reviewing next week on Best Film Ever, coming Tuesday. Let's talk about Home Alone. Yes. Uh, so people's feelings about Home Alone, without getting in too much in, because we are going to be doing a full episode on it, but but maybe Home Alone, Home Alone 2 as a combination? I don't know. Uh, no, 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 no. Well, I'll say this. I like two better than one. <laughs> no, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah, I like two better than one. I, I do. I, I, I prefer... They have different elements to them. Yeah. I like Piers Morgan as the pigeon lady. no home alone for me is just nostalgic for me because obviously me and um what's his his name macaulay McCulkin. yeah i just wanted kevin McAllister in my head macaulay McCulkin. macaulay no macaulay culkin macaulay culkin yeah him (laughs) uh we we're the same age so um (laughs) am i I older than macaulay culkin jeez louise only by a year though isn't it yeah, it must be. So um, we're the same age. So for me, growing up, that I grew up with him in their movies. So special memories for me. See, so. I can't be able to talk, but I thought he was stupid when I was When I came out, I'm like, that's a stupid movie. It was a fun movie. It's something that you'd want to want to do and think how you would uh, want to react. I want to know what Kevin's dad does for a living to afford that house. Yeah, but yeah. you say that now as an adult, not as a kid. <laughs> Probably look around his house, and when his house looks different from my house, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just a thought. What is it? What is it about it? I don't know. I think, I think it's, it's very much. It's very much a boys' movie as well, isn't it? I mean, I was never that bothered by it, but I liked it. But I think I like it because I've been subjected it, subjected to it so much. My little brother absolutely adored it when he was younger. Wow. So every Christmas, it would be on like every day for a month. <laughs> so I've watched Home Alone, the first one, so many times that I can almost quote like bits and pieces from it. Um, so I think I like it because it's almost like a Stockholm effect. Like I, I made like I my like it. I made my family disappear. Outside I of that, made my family disappear. Outside of that, the only lines I remember really are uh, keep, the ch- keep the change you filthy the animal, animal, Kevin, yeah. and ah, we put his hands on his face. <laughs> If, if the internet had been around then, that thing would have been the most memed thing ever. It already is pretty yeah. close, but it, yeah. it would have been gifts everywhere for days. I didn't see this around Christmas. The first time I saw this, I was like nine during the <laughs> summer at like an adventure camp thing. And I had no like emotional connection to this. Like, this is a good film, but I'm nine and have seen like maybe four films in my life. My- it's fine. It's good. I enjoy it. It's just one of those things that because it's the Christmas movie to many people. And that music is so iconic. My aunt the gave music us... The music is so good. The music is good in that. My aunt gave us the choice of watching... I made a mistake here. It was <laughs> the choice of watching Home Alone or another film. And my sister and I chose instead, at the theater, right. to watch Uh-oh. King Ralph. Oh. What? <laughs> the, really? John, the John Goodman. John Goodman, fronted. yeah. Yeah, not, not a... I'll say Home Alone's a better film than that. Yes. Okay, so maybe under the auspices of, um, I don't know, family unity or harmony or disharmony at Christmas, uh, I'll throw one more in and then I'll let someone else pitch the next one. Uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. <laughs> <laughs> I love this, this movie. This is another one 
that I have watched so many times. See, this one, one of the Christmas films living, that my family has. Living in this country, not a lot of Brits have seen this movie. Really? I love. Oh, this I love film. this movie. <laughs> I think Chevy Chase and Christmas, and it's the whole because it hits all the big moments, doesn't it? It yeah, hits. Yeah, yeah. It hits Christmas dinner. It hits the in-laws who you don't want to have over. That one uncle you're embarrassed of because yeah, they're the a little bit. Up, they're a little bit white trash. Putting the decorations <laughs> up, going sledding. Yeah. What do you do with the Christmas bonus? And you're sure you're going to get it. Yeah. What's going to happen if you don't? You know, holiday parties, getting drunk, getting the tree, yeah. being outside and cold, forcing your kid to come help when he doesn't want to, <laughs> the trappings of nostalgia being stuck in the attic. I yeah. think this hits all of those points. It does. Maybe not the bit where you go to the counter and flirt with the girl behind <laughs> it as she shows off, you know, but you can't see the line in her pantyhose or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. But that was a, that was a, Chevy Chase vacation movie trope. You had to have yeah, that yeah, bit yeah. in. So that's me. I, as I get older, I think I appreciate National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation more each year. I didn't like it as much as a kid. Weird thing is, I loved it as a kid, and I watched it again this <sighs> summer. <laughs> again, like I say, I watched Christmas movie in the summer, and I watched it this summer, and I oddly didn't like it as much as I thought I would with... Like last year. Like okay. Last year I watched it, and then I watched it again this summer, and I was just like, there's certain bits of it that just was like, eh, maybe I'm just oversaturated Do with you it. know who the uh, the kid who plays Rusty is? He is the guy from Big Bang Theory. Yeah, he's Leonard Hofstadter. And, Rose, and yeah. Roseanne, Roseanne. Yeah, he's in Roseanne as yeah, well yeah, as David, yeah. but most people don't know, not David, the other one. No, he's David. He's not Mark. He's David. Yeah, yeah. So he's, Most people don't know him as that. They do know him as, as Big Bang Theory. Though. Yeah. So yeah, interesting. Um, anybody else on this one? Yeah, it's one of the films that we watched a lot when we were little because Dad really liked it. It um, does play to a lot of because I think it's because it's really funny, but it meant that I've kind of, it was one that I've grown up with. That and Deck the Halls, which I've just realised I completely missed oh, on my top ten list. Was really? it Danny DeVito, Matthew Broderick? That is, uh, that, yeah, I meant, you must have missed, you must have missed our live, our live episode because yeah. I railed about Deck the Halls for a couple of minutes. That is okay, one of the easiest, worst films ever ever made no it's one that i've watched so much can we get over the stakes of a christmas movie where it's just two neighbors being jealous of each other for the christmas decor it's just the stupidest plot line it keeps coming up i enjoy that enjoy that but she's not good in it (laughs) okay kristen chenoweth is hot but she's not worth that film i can't i don't think she's hot i'm gonna go that far I don't know what it is about Christian Chenoweth. I just don't get it. That's I, I, that wasn't what we're talking about. The discussion, <laughs> the discussion isn't whether she's talented. She's absolutely talented. I don't she's know not Christian Chenoweth, really? No. She's really sexy. Uh, Chenoweth was the original um, Glinda. Glinda on on, the, on Broadway. Oh, yeah. And she was the alcoholic girl in Glee. She kept showing up like all the time on Glee. Not seeing Glee. Oh, really? Different story. I love Wicked though. All right. Um, so that's sort of my two. If no one else has anything to add, and George has brought up Deck the Halls, I mean, anybody want to want to pivot off that with a suggestion? Uh, one of my suggestions is uh, a favorite of mine as a child growing up. I just love the whole magicalness of it, and that's Santa Claus the movie, which gets now. This isn't the Santa no. Claus. This is Santa Claus the movie with yeah. Dudley Moore as the elf. Yes, and okay. John that's Lithgow. What Ethan was saying about how all the Christmas films are named the same thing. Well, that's the fault of the Santa Claus, because Santa yeah. Claus the movie was way before that. Yeah. No, because the Santa Claus is named 
differently for a different reason. I get that. Started but people, on the <laughs> yes, love. Georgia. But you, as the person who had to go through everybody's lists, not our lists, but the audience lists, and I saw the Santa Claus the movie, and I'm like, which one is it? Is it the Santa Claus or is it Santa Claus the movie? So as the person who's to go chase that up, no, I have the right. No, if people could just followed suit, I'd have been fine. But speaking of which, I'm with you. Uh, there's a memory I have of going to see Santa Claus with my sister and my dad. And we came out. I remember the, the, the sort of sparkly kind of graphics. Nice, isn't it? And we were walking out of a cinema in Barry St. Edmonds. Yeah. Uh, in the little movie house they used to have there. And kind of going, Christmas was magic. I was seven or yeah. something like that. 85. So I would have been six. Yeah. Like it was magic. <laughs> Christmas was real. Yeah. In in like all the ways in the Santa and he's the perfect Christmas Santa. He looks like Santa Claus does, in the Coke bottles. Yeah. He acts in a way that's consistent with that. Yeah. The over commercialization of Christmas is the enemy. I'm not sure about the nuclear candy canes. No. Like <laughs> <laughs> John Lithgow way overacts in that movie. Doesn't he? Doesn't he? Yes. <laughs> but but he's, but he's a villain. I'm not, he's allowed to overact. That's fine. Yeah. And it's my introduction to Dudley Moore. Uh, it must have been like 45 when he's doing this. I like Dudley Moore, though, but I knew him as a duo with oh, okay. Peter Cook. See, I didn't know that. I, I saw him in Arthur years later. Are, are we the Arthur's only, great. Are we the only two talking about this? I don't know this. Oh, really? Okay, wow. it's from 85. 85? Yeah, I think 85 yeah. sounds right. And it's really the story of this old man and woman, and he like <laughs> makes presents for all the local children. So, yeah, this old couple gets like stuck in the woods, and they make toys for all the kids in the neighborhood. And rather than let them freeze to death like elves that exist before Santa – Bring him in, and they sort of say, "We we will give you like eternal life." And the and the and the trade off is you have to make presents for all the children in all the world. Yeah. And the big thing is they turn his original robe, which is like brown or green or something, green, green into red. Yeah. And that's sort of like the great transformation. But outside of that, he's already kind of that guy. Oh uh, my god, I've seen this film in geography class. Oh, he is Saint Nick, isn't he? He's Nicholas or something Nicholas, like that. Yeah. yeah. And they might, the kids might have called him Saint as like yeah, a, a yeah, thing, yeah. but yeah. So it's, it's a nice sort of – it's an origin story of Santa, which you don't usually get. No. I, I don't mean like origin like you know um, Tim it's Allen's this new version of Santa. I mean like a legitimate origin story for how Santa becomes – the first Santa becomes Santa. Yeah. So yeah. It's a really good movie. You should you should have watched. You have to kind of look at it through. I mean, it's, like a, it's it's fairly. I mean, it's eighties cheesy. It's, it's very yeah. There's also this like rough street kid in Brooklyn who yeah, like, has yeah. like black leather everywhere and like they like, feed him coke, coke like literally yeah. coke. It's yeah. like it's like that eighties font for the coke. coke. And mince pies. I remember those little girls like little boy, yeah, little boy. <laughs> but it, despite that, it it so works. It does. But it's it's, it's so like does. heavily wrapped in nostalgia for me, and I think and you me. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I love it so much. All right, so we've talked about one of our. Um, anybody on the other side want to go ahead and throw one out there? What about nativity? Okay, oh, I have yeah. to completely take a back seat on this one. Is this the one with Bilbo Baggins? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Go I ahead. Love how you always call him Bilbo Baggins? <laughs> and then the second one with. Dr. Okay. Is it, is it is it is it like Mister Wa- is it like Doctor Watson or whatever in it? Yeah. Is it is it Tim <laughs> from the Office? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't really seen this movie. I love it. I, I was watching it the other day. Um, but it's, I feel like it's got a lot of heart to it, and it's got some nice comedy with the kid because it's set in a um, in a primary school um, that are putting on. Obviously, here's here's the thing. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with this statement whatsoever. Okay, mm-hmm. it is quintessentially British. Oh, oh yeah. and as oh, a result, yeah. as a result, it's not going to get any play across the pond because and there's nothing wrong with that. But it's it's distinctly made for a home audience. Is this because um, Americans don't really do like nativity 
It's not just the nativity. Yeah. It's just sort of the idea. Like if kids, like they do school concerts, but it wouldn't be like a singular class. It would be like a whole school would come on, and each class would do like one song, and that sort of thing. So okay, and also yeah. the idea of even the religious aspects of Christmas would be heavily frowned upon in, in any Canadian school for oh, sure okay. at that age. So the idea about okay. going to see your kids sort of fall over each other in, 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 in the nativity. Telling the story of yeah. Mary and Joseph and Jesus. Yeah. That's, that's, that would not be considered culturally acceptable, which is, okay. I'm not saying that, that that's a good thing, far, you know, but I'm saying something very uniquely British about the idea that we gather around and, and, and tell the story still in a formalized school yeah. setting. Yeah, it, it is actually a bit strange, yeah. But I quite, really about it. it's, it's part of our tradition though. You know, that's what I love about it. It's absolutely not a criticism on my part. I'm, I, I'm not religious in any way, shape or form. Um, but I did always love Christmas and I always loved the nativities. A, because I was useless. Acting, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I, you should have. My dad tells me about these. Um, I played the third wise man in my very first show. Did you learn your lines? No. <laughs> apparently, apparently, I went on stage and all he could hear was me talking about what film I was going to watch when I get in and what I was going to eat. <laughs> sounds, sounds about right. That's pretty much what we do on a podcast now, isn't it? And I couldn't yeah. say, I couldn't say, um, meh. You still you struggle with it a bit there. Yeah, I couldn't say it. It's like it's like it's like it's like merman mer. <laughs> I couldn't say it as a kid. M e r mer. So yeah, it, uh, yeah, that's my first. The kids would say murked these days. Murked. Yeah. All right. So nativity. Yeah. Anybody else want to jump on with nativity? Is it, it's not the the sequel. The sequel's David Tennant, right? The yeah. David so what's so, well, so, so what's the first one? Is the first one the idea that he's made? If am I, am I right? Is this one where he's made a big claim that someone important's coming to the nativity? Yeah. It's like competing schools, isn't it? So you've got this we little don't know. We seen it. just regular school that um, puts on a you know pretty shoddy nativity so, as most do. So is it like and Deck the Halls, got- but for like school classes? I haven't seen Deck the Halls, so I don't know. <laughs> it's Deck the Halls, but with a nativity and a hell of classism. Okay. <laughs> They end up putting on this like really spectacular nativity. So the final product is amazing. Um, it's so it's, good. <laughs> it's really entertaining to watch. And haven't you got like a little kid that does like beatboxing or something? Like they've yeah, all got yeah. their own little unique talents. So it's really funny and cute to watch. It kind of goes with like the outnumbered vibe, like the TV show, yeah. because yeah. the kids aren't fully scripted either. Oh, so the okay. story isn't fully scripted. That's also so. very British as well. Which is very it's, British, yeah. yeah. But it, it's just so adorable. And the songs that are in it at the end are really okay. good. They're actually mm. really quite nice. It's very mid-2000s, I feel. Like it's very much in that period of time with the comedy and just how people are acting. Not that that's a bad thing, but it's very not dated in like what they say but it you, you can really tell that it's okay. like a bit it's just, ago it's just a really nice watch i think yeah if i can pivot off that then and say i never film that that kind of ends on a big christmas concert nativity kind of thing or a variety of them i think we gotta talk about love actually yeah yes i was just thinking about like the yeah. kind of comparison between the lobster costume because that's a very sl- the idea of his very slick ending because is that big musical number but also like the paper mache kind of element to it you said that um, nativity wouldn't translate well across the Atlantic. That's right. It does love actually? Because that's very British. Love actually, yeah, that's interesting. Love actually does. Mm-hmm. I think love actually does because of its use of. I mean, the cast is is, is sensational. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you put Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant's a proven draw, right? Yeah. And you yeah. put him at the front of everything. You put Colin Firth in there as well, and you kind of in the marketing campaign you kind of hide the not-so-well-known British actors instead. And you give them a bunch of sort of 
uh, tropes, but with Hugh Grant, a romantic comedy, that's safe hands, especially at that time frame. Oh, okay. And I think it's one of those ones that got a little bit – it's not nearly as big there as it is here. Don't be wrong. Yeah. It's not. But I remember watching it. And I don't watch it at Christmas. My sister bought the DVD. I think we bought it used. We'd go to Blockbuster Video back when those were a thing. Mm-hmm. And we'd wait for the DVDs to go on sale because they'd you know, yeah, outlived yeah. their purpose. And then yeah, yeah. you'd wait and you'd buy a bunch of them for not much money. And my sister, she, her first watch didn't care for it. And I said, well, let me watch it. I remember when I watched it, I was working on an afternoon shift. And so I was watching it like literally three or four in the morning. I thought I'll put it on my laptop or its computer, whatever it was, and watched it and didn't fall asleep and stayed up the whole night, sort of finishing it. And what, the sun was coming up as I finished it, and went, this, I don't know, I don't curse anyone. I don't know what your issue is, curse. This is sensational. It's a good movie. My heart grew like three sizes. Yeah. Now, if you bring any of the, the the narratives down to their most basic, they're fairly one dimensional. But that's the benefit of like this sort of movie where it's a bunch of intersecting, interweaving narratives. You don't have to have fully fleshed out no. characters. You just have enough variety that we go, that's funny, that's cute, that's this, that's that. So is it a Christmas film? Well, undoubtedly it's a Christmas yeah. film. The whole thing's built around how many weeks till Christmas and what does Christmas mean? Yeah. And the importance of Christmas. And I think in Britain there is something about the about the idea of Christmas and what it means, whether it's family, whether it's romance, whether it's children, whether it's um, just being honest, the, the the same thing that gives you a Doctor Who logic of it's this might work because it's Christmas, and that's yeah. you know that sort of magic of Christmas still exists in British culture. Yeah. Okay. So I really, really, really like Love Actually. Me too. I love. Did you say actually. you love it? Actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Christmas is all around. <laughs> I have a very, very differing opinion to you. One much similar to Kirsty's first viewing. Oh. Um, I've only oh. seen it once. I didn't particularly care for it. The only bit I remember is the sex scene. Um, starring Bilbo Baggins. Starring Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> that, that would be a terrible else. porn name, actually. Bilbo Shaggins. I think his original Dildo Shaggins. I don't know. I think his original name is not that great anyway. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, yeah, I've only seen it once. I, it's not one that I go to put on again. It just doesn't wow. particularly bother Oh, I love me. it. This was a Christmas Eve tradition for me back in the day. My favorite um, is the cards. When, he's, when he goes oh, to yeah. and drops cards. Boris Johnson did that, didn't he? <laughs> he did, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Ellie? I think the first time I watched Love Actually, I wasn't mad keen on it. And I've watched it several times since and absolutely love it now. The music so maybe give is it another so one. good. In it. Now, it's a romantic comedy. So it's not just, it's not, it's a Christmas film. It's not just a Christmas film. And there's a few on the list that we talked about mm-hmm. last week. I mean, some of the, that, that can be okay. But I think it has the heart and the magic of Christmas is present in it. Definitely. Yeah. But when it's got... a Christmas film that I would happily watch at another time of the year. Yes, oh, I watched Love Actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you think of the cast in it, you know, Emma Thompson. So good. It's, know, it's, one, it's, it's one that I toyed with for this year, but really couldn't justify it on, on, on the docket. Yeah. But uh, it'll, be, it'll be hard to review because there's a lot of moving pieces in that. Yeah. I'd be up for it, though. Yeah, yeah, I do definitely. love that film. Yeah, Liam ne- I forgot about Liam Neeson. He's, and the kid from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. I just remembered Rowan Atkinson's role in it. Rowan Atkinson's so good. really yeah. good in it. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things. Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ethan, why don't you give us something to pivot off of? Uh, I'll give one that I don't think any of you guys have seen, but I'd be that's happy gonna be, to talk about That's going to be really good for a group conversation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm just looking through my list because I can't remember Ethan's any going, of them. what can I talk to you about for myself for three minutes? <laughs> what, Hell what, yeah. do you, what do you got, buddy? Uh, 
I got okay. Here's one that I think everyone will know. Scrooged. Oh, okay, with, interesting. With a D, yeah. Scrooged. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. This is Bill Scrooged Murray. Bill Murray with, with Bill Murray and Bobcat Goldthwait. Good old time. I am a sucker for the Christmas Carol as as a story. I really, really, really Same. am. Same. I will. Yep. Watch, I watched Ghosts of Girlfriends Past because I realized it was a Christmas Carol sort of <laughs> reimagined. <laughs> yeah. No, it's fucking dreadful. But the thing that got me, the thing that got me to watch it though was I went, I know what this is. Yeah. yeah and I yeah. love this story. And I have to teach it still as, a, as an English teacher. I still love this story. Same. So um, the idea of Scrooge, duh. I watched it again last year, and it didn't hit me as well as it did. And maybe it's what we talked about at the end of Trading Places, our most recent film review. Humor changes. Mm. Uh, some of the things I didn't find as funny. I guess it's just the disregard it has for the story, but it still at the same time also tells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's... <laughs> Me. It does feel a bit dated. I only watched it for the first time last year. Um, and, I'm, and it has just about made it onto my top ten. But as I say, I haven't seen that many Christmas films. George, have you ever seen this one? I have not, no. Okay, so Ethan, why did you bring this one up, buddy? Yeah. I think it's probably one of the more inventive tellings of A Christmas Carol. Well, Bill Murray does, does <laughs> a really good I mean, good other than a frog as Bob Cratchit, yeah? Yeah. Um, I think... Every person who's in it plays it really, really well. I think each ghost brings this new character that you don't really see. I mean, you've got... Um, so Carol oh, Kane is the ghost yeah, of Christmas past, right? Yeah, you've got Carol Kane in it. I was uh, just going to say it's Carol Kane. Carol Kane, Georgia, yeah. you'll know from being uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. She's the landlord. Whiny yeah. voice. The lady with the curly hair. She's yes. Yeah, yeah. Well. yeah, yeah, she's, she's, she's in, also um, in Princess Bride. Princess Bride. Yeah. And she was yes. in Muppets. So she's, gr- she's like a violent ghost yeah. of Christmas yeah, past. Yeah. Like she hits him in the face with toasters and things like that and punches him in the face. Oh, so more akin to the actual book then? Yeah. She's, well, she, she's like Miss Piggy on steroids. Rather than, yeah. rather than a metaphorical <laughs> punch in the face, she literally punches him in the yeah. face. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. But it has that nice sort of storytelling device there and i think i genuinely think the chemistry between all the characters is fantastic i think uh bill murray and is it sally phillips no the female karen allen karen allen because she was the Uh, one we talked about as one of the potential vivians yes Mm. yeah that was who they wanted to have originally for um vivian in pretty woman didn't she wasn't she in robocop you think we said this last week? She was, yeah. she, she yeah. was definitely, yeah, in, yeah. definitely in Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So but I think they've got a great chemistry together. And even like between him and his uh, his assistant is fantastic. I love how they do the Tiny Tim story. Yeah, that's really, really good. Um, I also like the idea of um, kind of how they reimagine Fred as being oh, like yeah, his little it's brother. Um, yeah. it's, it's really interesting how they have a cynical take on a Christmas carol that's still so faithful. Mm. Yeah. It's very 80s, though. And I don't, I'm going to say this, I don't think Scrooge is timeless. I think Scrooge is of its time and, and stays oh, there. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. So maybe this is a good chance because there's a lot of different Christmas carols out there mm-hmm. throughout the whole wash. Um, I'm a big fan of a 1951, I think it is, Alistair Sim version, which I don't know if anybody else has seen. Long, It's long kind time of a definitive, ago. like, straight Christmas yeah, carol. Yeah, yeah. Like the straight-laced one. I really like that one. I think his is arguably the best Scrooge. I could definitely make a case for somebody else. But as far as people who've done a straight Christmas Carol, it's the best one. Yeah. Okay? Uh, Which I think will then – I'll very briefly touch, if we can, if you just let me sort of go down this road. The Jim Carrey debacle. Oh. Oh. 
Oh, the animated. I, haven't I seen have it. never left a movie so sad about a movie that I was hoping against hope was going to be better. Never seen it. Because, as I said, I love A Christmas Carol. So when it came into the theaters, this was appointment viewing. And so I went into it. Jim Carrey plays Ebenezer Scrooge and all three ghosts. Really? <sighs> he does the ghost of Christmas past by making him Irish. Really? Yeah. Uh. I mean, the ghost of Christmas present is just him pretending to be a much better version. Uh, sorry, pretend, him pretending to be someone that was already done much better by a different film, which I'll touch base on in a second. It's just too much of an ego trip. But you know who absolutely steals the show at it? Is uh, Gary Oldman who plays oh, Bob okay. Cratchit? Yeah, and oh. Colin Firth. Like Gary and, and Colin Firth plays Fred. Oh, okay. Oh, that sounds fantastic. They are wonderful. I may just give it. Carrie really... Elwes is in it as well. Carrie Elwes is in it. And Robin Wright. Who's Carrie Elwes in it? Uh, Dick Wilkins. Oh, so it's like yeah, it's his old like working buddy when he was a kid at Fezziwigs. Okay. Interesting. I think he might have a secondary character as well, but I can't read it on IMDb. That's fine. Like dot, dot, dot. So, and Robin Wright is Fan and Belle. Oh, wow. She's both. Okay. Interesting. Cool. Fan's yeah, his little like sister who dies got, and Belle is his. Yeah. 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 It looks like everyone's got like double roles. Well, it's voice acting. You can do that. Um, it's, it's, it's really faithful to the book. So I pr- it's, it's good to teach off of, except for like this, like a six minute like chase scene where like a rat's chasing him around London for the, it's 3D in it. Oh, okay. And it's one of those <clears> things that's too much Jim Carrey and way too much 3D. Okay. And then, uh, I don't really know much about Mickey's Christmas Carol, but some people did bring that up. Oh, I can't oh, remember this. Art. Sorry, was that Ethan? I, this is the one with, uh, where Scrooge McDuck plays Scrooge, right? That would make sense with the naming, but yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, re- I really. If, he, if he's Bob Cratchit, they've missed the cast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. It's like you had one job. <laughs> I remember seeing it. I remember seeing it and thinking it was okay. I haven't seen it. Uh, I saw. I saw a bad one. I saw a terrible one where Kelsey Grammer played Scrooge. Oh God, the musical. It's a musical. Right? Oh, yeah. it's, it's terrible. Horrendous. And speaking of musicals, let's let's do a one eighty. Muppet Christmas Carol, shall we? Yeah. Briefly, briefly, because it's coming back. We're going to be talking about it again some more at a different time. But Muppet Christmas Carol, um, you could make the argument that Michael Caine is the best Scrooge as well. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, it's not not a straight Christmas Carol. No, I know. I know, I know. But he plays it straight. Oh, he plays it. Oh, he's he's one man surrounded by Muppets and pulls it off. And you never for once think he's the oddball. No. Not for a moment. And you invest, invest in them characters. Absolutely. I will, yeah. I will say, in um, honour of A Muppet's Christmas Carol, I've literally just been studying Charles Dickens and specifically A Christmas Carol at uni. Um, and the only film adaption that they mention um, in the source materials and different bits and pieces in the textbook that I'm given is A Muppet's Christmas Carol. Because it is, it's just so good. I, I, I'm ravenous so good. With, with Christmas Carol. But that being said... It, it's it's very good, and if there's if there's that argument, and I've seen it made. Like Disney Plus, now that they own the the, the the Muppets, should be remaking all sorts of films with the Muppets. Mm. The secret's not yeah. coming up. It's not coming up with Muppets now. The secret is what can we do that we can use Muppets yeah. in to retell. If you do yeah. live action, f- live action. Give me the Muppets doing Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. I'm up for that. You yeah. know what I mean? I want the, the Muppets the Lion do Les Mis. Yeah, the, the Lion King. Muppets do Les Mis. Muppets do Les Mis. Yeah. Like, so it, just Hugh Jackman as... In all seriousness. Hugh Jackman in there. But Muppets do Hamilton. I'm off, yeah. <laughs> I'm off to London this week to go see A Christmas Carol. Are you really? Yeah, with um, Brian Connolly playing Scrooge. 
Oh, really? Yeah. No, wait, Brian Connolly. I know Billy Connolly. No, Brian Billy. Connolly. Brian Connolly is a guy. He, he's a comedian from okay. way back when, more in the 90s. Isn't like London, like tier three imminent? Oh, yeah. is it? Yeah. Oh, so they might call it off. It might, but I hope we get to see it. I do. Oh, okay. They Love a Christmas Carol. Yeah, I do. I hope yeah. they don't call it off. But... Yeah, I'm not. Hope they get visited by three spirits and keep it open. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. You never know. You never know. But yeah, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Because, um, like you, I love a Christmas Carol story. Whatever telling, really, because it's such it's written so well. It is. So yeah, it's. I mean, it's, it's a Christian allegory. Yeah, it, it clearly is about redemption and sin and finding you know mm. finding a way back. Which the best stories are redemption stories. I really have a soft spot for redemption stories. Yeah, same. Better. Yeah. Um, it's a simple story to tell, but believable if you, if you pull it off. Whether it's Lay Miz, whether it's Star Wars, or whether it's a Christmas Carol, it's the same concept. Uh, Giorgio, should we talk about your trilogy? You've got down maybe potentially as I know they're ones that you obviously have care for. So why don't you go ahead and start off with it? Yeah, so I'm going with the Santa Claus trilogy. This is the Santa Claus. Claus, <laughs> Claus with an E on the end, as in a legal clause, not okay. as in Santa Claus the name, which I think where the confusion comes <gasps> from. Yeah, that does. Um, I adore these films. I grew up with these films. I remember when the third one came out, I remember asking Dad to buy it on DVD, and as he then walked through the house, he had a copy of it in his back pocket, like or, the physical DVD, and we just went... <gasps> I put it on straight away. That's a, like the that's third cool, one is not actually. as good. As the first cool. Presentation counts. Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? It does. Yeah. Well done. Well done, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> the second one's not even as good as the first one. The second, no, no, the second one's dreadful. I've never no, seen any I of them. Ready for this? Another the example, if I may. Another example of Ian's bad movie choices. <laughs> I went and saw the Santa Claus two rather than go see Eight Mile. I don't like Eminem, but I would take that over like a have, minute and a half of reindeer. I have parts. no idea. Was that, I might have been, been on a date. I don't know why, because I didn't like the first one. No, I've never seen it. I'll tell you my problem with the first one, George, if I may. It's, you don't even let me say the good things about the first one. <laughs> you want, okay, I can tell you the bad stuff, and then you can fight it. Okay. A, well, that's two points. A, my, 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 my dislike for Tim Allen is well documented on this on, on, <laughs> yes, on podcast. Yes. Okay. When we talk about Toy Story, I talked about that. Secondly, he's not my biggest problem with that film. It's the kid. The kid I'm is blood. Oh, he's bloody terrible. <laughs> seeing is believing. Believing is seeing. Dad, remember. I need to watch this because I can't comment. It's oh, so dreadful. good. I absolutely adore. <laughs> but again, Santa you're Claus mixed film. up with nostalgia. But so are we for the Santa Claus. So, so, Santa Santa Claus movie. Santa Claus so Georgia, movie, please yeah. go ahead and give all that nostalgia for, for anybody else who's there with you. So the Santa Claus is a different take on a Christmas film. I think it's probably one that has a bit of a different origin, as it were. And it's not a love story, at least the first one, not to begin with. And it just... Oh, it just makes me so happy. Like the first one is him is a guy called Scott Calvin SC. learning to become SC, of course, learning to become the new Santa Claus because the last one against was his, on his will, roof, <laughs> against his will, which is why it's so good because he doesn't <laughs> want to to begin with, and then he learns the magic of Christmas. You know who's good? That is Judge Reinhold. He Judge Reinhold. Wow. Judge he Reinhold. Didn't kill yeah. him. The old Santa fell off the roof and then disappeared. Get off my roof. And none of the elves care about old Santa dying. Because he yeah. wasn't good. That's explained in the last one. Is it? 
the second one. I think it wasn't. Was doing, like, it must have been the last one because the first. What happened to the old Mrs. Claus? He had an eighty-six percent disapproval rate. So oh, did he? Yeah, it must be the last theories one. That the elves tried to get him to like get off a roof because no one liked him. That's so. dark. That is yeah, very yeah. dark. Oh, I want that in my Christmas films. The fact that there's been a tyrannical Santa this entire time and all the I elves. Mean, have you get a tyrannical Santa in the like, second one. Um, the tyrannical Santa who's obsessed with the naughty and nice list and the morals of Christmas and who's should who deserves toys and who deserves coal and it's so oh it's just oh. I had that the with third Noel. One, you get the com- you get the commercialization of Christmas when Jack Frost takes over. Yeah, I, I'm. So good. Uh, Martin Short's never a good addition to anything. I, 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 no, he's not. No, he's not. I'm a proud Canadian. I'm a proud Canadian, but no, <laughs> I don't need any Martin no, Short in an any of my texts. villain in that. Um. Has everybody had a chance to pitch one so far or present on one? Yeah. Yeah? Can I talk about one that's not on my list then, but is one that people out there will be wanting to hear about? Oh, go on. Elf. Yeah. The millennial Christmas film. Dreadful movie. Have we all seen it? No. I think it's one, again, that I grew up with, so that's on my list as well. I'm with Liam in that I'm I'm not a Will Ferrell fan. No, I'm not. And And I'm not, which is why I haven't seen it. His over-the-top... Bit is just. I said. I think I said before when we were talking about it on 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 the, on the the live show. Yeah, it's the idea that Steve Martin did it. It was called the Jerk, and it was better. Yeah, and you know Will Ferrell's. Uh, I just don't care. He's a one trick pony. It works as like a five minute SNL sketch, and that's yeah. it. I put this on my list because I couldn't think of any other Christmas I, film. I like. Eh. I like Zoe Deschanel in it. Yeah, she's very good. I like Heck, Zoe Deschanel. Is things. Bob Newhart Santa? Yes. Bob Newhart's great in this. The problem is, the film's called Elf. The the, the poster's Mm. just Will Ferrell, and the film's just Will Ferrell. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I've just. Everything else falls at the altar of of Will Ferrell. He was trying to be 2000s version of Jim Carrey or whoever else it might be. I'm like, uh, can you give me something else? Someone else. Another character? Maybe I like this because I've not seen Will Ferrell in anything else. Yeah, so, some things like Ferrell, but not much. My only, my own, this is my only exposure to him, so I'm kind of going. Okay. It's not too much of something because I've not seen any of yeah. any of the rest of it. Okay, I'm going to feel like every time he opens his mouth, it's too much. Liam? I'm going to throw one in, which is a Do new that. one, which is only came out last year. It's called oh, Last Christmas. Is this the Amelia <laughs> Clark one? Yeah, this is the okay. one Liam's seen. I have time. not oh, seen I have this. Choice words on this. Oh, okay, film. okay. We got two people. Oh, go ahead. Ethan, go ahead. I go love ahead. this movie. <laughs> like, I have not laughed more you, at a film. You said you've seen it seven times, yeah, right? Yeah. And Ethan, I'm guessing your laughter is not in the way the director's intended. <laughs> oh no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> you will hate this film. I'm sure I you will hate this film. That's why I've, so that's why I've not watched it. <laughs> I love it. I okay, love Liam, it. give us the case for it, and then we'll let Ethan tear it down. Well, it's it's a story about a young girl who's um, falling in love with this guy she meets and bumps into, and she's had open heart surgery. Um, had her heart is this, replaced. Is this a Christmas film? Yeah, but this is like the backstory. Of, she's okay. no, she's now on the mend. Does she? She works in like this all year round Christmas store, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and God. she oh, wants to God. be an actor or an actress on on West End, and you know she keeps going to auditions and fails miserably, and she she keeps bumping into this same guy. Isn't this La La Land you're describing? <laughs> yeah, she wants yeah. to be a singer. <laughs> she keeps bumping into this one guy. And, uh, you know, she's had really, she could have died the year before and had her heart replaced. And 
she's basically her mother is like Molly Collins and her, you know, the, be careful and all this that and the other. And she, yeah, rap, she rap wants, She wants to just stop all that and yeah. she wants to be normal again. And she meets this guy and has these interesting encounters and this is self-discovery thing, I guess. And then the twist at the end is... I don't really want to reveal the twist. Because, don't, don't reveal the twist. But there um, There's a twist at the end, which everything you just go, oh, yeah, makes sense, blah, blah, blah. And it's about how she grows as a person, how she accepts herself. Okay. And at the very, very end, there's like a bit where they do a sing-song thing, and Andrew Ridgely from Wham, who sung last Christmas, is in the audience, which is quite nice. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, but I really love this movie. It's just a nice little, you know, okay. nice little feel-good movie. Ethan, tear it down. I'm a cynical man who hates any of the most boring, like, white hetero films like this because there are so many. But the twist, I made a joke to my friend about when, no spoilers. Would it be, yeah, would it be really funny if this happened? Like, 10 minutes into the film, after, like, some information's revealed and it happened. And I don't <laughs> think I have laughed harder at a film twist in my life because this is just one of those paid by the number generic she's an actress and she wants to be a big star wow films and it's boring and tiring i love it it's a wild ride okay all i know well if you've heard if we've got a one-on-one thing if you've got an opinion on what's it called Liam? Last Christmas. L- last Christmas. Yeah, music you, you, by you, you have, you have not been wham again, doubt, but by no. talking about that. But please get a hold of us. Did you see Last Christmas? What did you think? Last Christmas, Liam gave it his heart, yeah. but the very next day, Ethan threw it away. So let's see where we fit in that. <laughs> Let me tell you a secret. <laughs> it's a great film. <laughs> so uh, does anybody else have anything, that, uh, a big one that, or, or a sizable one that we should talk about? I've got one. I'm saving in the, in the chamber. I do have one, yeah. Okay. Well, you just talked about that one. Should, yes, Ellie? The Holiday. Oh, jeez. Really? Shit, Phil. <laughs> oh, my God. I like it. I I've can only hear Fiona from Shrek. by proxy. I'm with Ellie. I like oh, this really? movie. Oh, really? I hate that. The um... only, my only problem with this movie is Jack Black. Oh, my issue is Cameron well, Diaz. That's the only part I like about Jack Black. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. Actually, I don't mind. I, I like yeah. Winslet. If it was Winslet, if the movie was about Winslet and Jack Black in L.A., and you give yeah. me an hour and a half of that, I'm fine. Oh, I didn't like Jack Black. Oh, I don't care I about Cam. How is Cameron Diaz a positive character in that at all, ever? She's not. No, she's not. Only- yeah, she's not. I can't watch anything with Cameron Diaz in because I, I can only hear Fiona from Shrek. And as soon as I, <laughs> I did know her I- before ruined, she was Fiona. Ruined yeah. the films for me. I, I didn't. There, okay, really. Ellie, what is it about this film that's a train wreck that you like so much? <laughs> um, Jude Law. Um, okay, <laughs> fair enough. He's nice to look at. Yeah. Um, and also, I don't know, I just quite like the, the premise of it. Um, it's it's a little bit, uh, I don't want to say different. It's not like, it's not groundbreaking, but it's different as far as Christmas films go, I guess. Um, and it's just that kind of romantic genre I quite like. So I, was, I was speaking to a colleague crazy. about the holiday and I was making fun of her for watching it. She and her flatmates are going to go ahead and watch it. And I was like, <laughs> and it's since that same conversation. Half it's good. The little old guy I quite like. Oh, I love He's that. Being plot. honored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the whole thing that Jack Black's so into like movie music and scores. I'm like, this is just me on film. <laughs> really? <laughs> you know, um, but I, I, just, I have a hard time with the other half of the story because Jude Law, he's not bad, but I'm like, he deserves better than her. <laughs> you know what else I like is kind of the juxtaposition between the, the British holiday it's, it's, cottage it's them, and the. Yeah. 
like fancy LA they're kind of going for that love actually kind of concept multiple streams British and American coming together so we can have those sort of quaint moments culture shock yada 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 yeah okay that was the holiday uh, I'm gonna go ahead and throw one of the big ones in the fire then uh, we talked about it but maybe not as far as we talked about what deserves to be a holiday movie let's talk about it as a holiday movie Die Hard yeah yippee ki motherfuckers motherfucker indeed what do we got Die Hard we've all seen Die Hard yes no, I like it. Yay, oh, really? So Georgia, wow. Georgia, me and Liam. Yeah. Uh, I, I love Die Hard. It's like, it's so stupid, but it's so good. Yeah. Um, it just, it makes me smile. I have enough that it qualifies as a Christmas movie. I've, I've gone into that, Paul and Griff. It's, it's cool, guys. Stop sending yeah, me videos yeah. of you guys at HMV. <laughs> I agree it's a Christmas movie. Yeah, uh, we do. But it's the idea that... Um, it qualifies. Is it a great Christmas movie? Well, that's a debatable. T- it's a great movie. Is it a great Christmas movie? That's me going, I'm not sure. I don't think it's yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't think it's a great Christmas movie. It's a great movie, and it is a Christmas movie. Yeah. But they're two separate two yeah. things. Agreed. It's the same vein of Iron Man 3. It's a movie set at Christmas, but it's not a good Christmas movie. And you can argue that it's not a good movie, depending on who you are. I kind of oh, I- like it. I, can I we like, delete I like Ethan out of this uh, podcast? Can we just <laughs> mute him? Can we, you know? <laughs> I, 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 I like Die Hard as a film. Um, one, two, three are great. Four, okay. Um, but I like it. It's, there's a reason for it. It's a Christmas party. It's set there. It gives reason to people to come together. Um, but then it disappears. I mean, if I'm choosing between them, I'm not saying it's a better film. Maybe a better Christmas. I don't know. I mean, Lethal Weapon's the other side of the same coin. I it? love Lethal Weapon. I love Lethal Weapon more than Die Hard. Oh, really? But only by a little bit. Okay. You know, you I can see them say as, that about any Shane Black movie. I though. see them. I see them as two parallel. You know, I said to you when I was making this list. Yeah. And I was checking it twice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done. Um, there's a lot where I could put, you know, ranked number. I could do three. Uh, number one, I could do. You know, you said you had seconds. clusters, yeah. Yeah, you know, where I could... So putting them down, you know, like my fifth one was like, I could have put it at third, but, you know, it's really weird. I've got a lot, a lot of nostalgia for Christmas movies. Okay. And Die Hard being one of them, yeah. as it's our Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah, it is. And that'll always be our Christmas there movie. There we go. <laughs> but yeah, Lethal Weapon is... What I love about Lethal Weapon and Die Hard has got my, my favourite background martial artist in it. I don't know his name. I, I know who you're talking about, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he's the one with... He was in Bill and Ted, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's great. He's great. He's great. If he always um, ends up getting killed. But okay, yeah, I'm kind of bored with that. Um, why don't we let Ellie go ahead and see if he's got anything... We can probably have time for one more we can talk about. Um, I think we should probably talk about Nightmare Before Christmas, shouldn't we? <laughs> oh, I suppose Again, if we I must. I seen it. Uh, it's Tim Burton... Pro- Produced but not directed. Yeah, no directed, yeah it's no. Henry Selleck, isn't it? Yeah, he's the same guy who did Coraline, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love yeah. Coraline. Oh. <laughs> you should have been on our podcast the other day. Oh, I, I heard you. I heard very upset. Were you? Mm. Yeah. Oh. Well, maybe you can go through some fucking door and find better Ian yeah. and better Liam. Was it worth rigging the election? <laughs> um, yeah, was it worth rigging the election? <laughs> you, 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 you could have rigged a few more people to listen to it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I, had a, I got a message from someone on Twitter saying, wow, Ethan rigged elections before it was cool. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, so, Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, but the same video that Paul and Griff shared with me that said, look, Die Hard's one, says the Nightmare for Christmas is, which I think we decided upon anyway. Um, it's it's weird. It's the Grinch without being the Grinch. 
accidental grinchiness. Accidental grinchiness. We've also not talked about Jim Carrey's Grinch. Okay, so let's 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 try and double hit this quickly. So let's Night Before Christmas. Um, it's sort of a Christmas movie that at the end of the day says Christmas isn't all it's cracked up to be. It's an interesting choice. It's I well I said in the other podcast this is like the gateway into Christmas films for me. Yep. I think you start watching this nice and early. Um, and it's it's just nice. I really like it. It's enjoyable, and it's got some fun like songs and stuff in it. And it's just oh, I do know one fact. What's this? What's this? Danny Elfman, the the composer, mm-hmm. he sings Jack in yeah. this movie. Does he really? Yeah, all, all the does, singing parts yeah. is done by Danny Elfman. Okay, I only found that out the other day. He's no Hans cool. Zimmer, but he's all right, Danny Elfman. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the thing on. Um, Disney Plus, which is a Stop. prop culture or something. Prop or? culture, yeah. And that was on there. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else you want to say about Nightmare Before Christmas, there, Ellie? Um, I think it's just nice to have like a different kind of style because obviously it's the, it's the stop motion animation. So yeah. A little bit different for Christmas, and um, as e- you say, a different spin on it. So it's not it's not all the same story again, which is nice. Emo kids everywhere are all going like, love this. It's the Christmas movie. I rate it. Yeah, hot topic the Christmas movie. Well done. Georgia, let's stop the Grinch you carry. Stop it. Stop it, cat. Hang on. Sorry, my cat's trying to eat my candle. Okay. Um, so Georgia, uh, Jim Carrey, the Grinch. See, I like the original Grinch that stole Christmas, the actual like 30 minute television special. Uh, Is that the animation one? Yeah. Yeah. I've got an issue with Jim Carrey, as we've established with my my, my Christmas Carol thing. But if you want to go ahead and tell me what's great about the Jim Carrey uh, Grinch, I'll, I'll, I'll listen. I love the Jim Carrey Grinch, and it's not necessarily because I've seen the film loads, it's because I've interacted with the character a lot. Uh, the character of Jim Carrey's The Grinch is just so iconic and has appeared so many times in so many different places and is instantly recognisable. It makes me so happy. I worked as an elf for a while, because you know most people have done that. Um, and <laughs> The Grinch, the, I worked alongside The Grinch a couple of times, and it's it's credit to the person who was playing The Grinch whilst I was with him, but it's credit to the character that Jim Carrey helped help create as well. Has and it, I just, I just love it. Has anybody seen both? The old Do school I one? Mean all three? No. No, the, well, has anybody seen the old school one and the Jim Carrey one? No, I've just seen the yes. Jim Carrey one. Okay, is the character different between Jim Carrey's Grinch and the original Grinch? Painfully. Oh, okay, that's fine. That's all I wanted to know. Um, yep. I won't watch it because I don't have, a, I have an issue with Jim Carrey-ness. Uh, it's Martin Short and Jim Carrey, two Canadians have come out against this week. <laughs> I do like the Grinch. I'm with Georgia. I do oh, yeah? like the Grinch. Okay. Yeah. I like the little girl. I think she, Me too. she brings that. Oh, no, I what, Cindy Lou Who? Yeah. yeah. I, hate I love her. <laughs> I just. I'm. He's See, how you so feel about her is how I feel about the little boy in Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I really like the Grinch. And also, back to a tiny little bit pause for the parks, Universal Studios has um, a ride that they do, like a tram. tram studio tours experience and the christmas layover before it is the grinch just destroying everything okay. so they have a live actor of the grinch there and you get to uh, yeah he's great I um, love him. just one last one quickly liam you want to go ahead yeah and go one quickly uh is the snowman yeah it's a bit of a weird one not maybe i don't know if it translated well over some people did sort of uh, it was what was that guy's name alec 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 jones alec jones now alec jones he's didn't watching. do the original he's not oh, in really? the movie no oh. it was a guy called peter alty but when the when the actual snowman came out, his he was too old and his voice had broke. Okay. So Alec Jones then took over the mantle of singing the song. So yeah, that's not Alec Jones actually on the snowman. But for me, ever since it came out, it's a Christmas Eve 
must. Yeah. That I always, always, always watch. And I love it. Love it, love it. It's really short, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not sure. It's about half hour long. Yeah. Um, but there's no, there's no talking in it over the narration uh, and the song. Yeah. Okay. But it's... Yeah. I hadn't thought to include it, to be honest. Because no. Well, I didn't know whether to include it, it because of the, the length of it. But for me, that is still an did animated... You inc- I'm trying to remember. Did you include it? I did include it, oh, yeah. You? Okay, well... Um, it has, has been the top ten. So I wasn't right. sure whether to include it, but it's one that well, is nostalgic I think to Debbie me. included it as well in the audience group. And so it was uh, one where I went... No, I said no rules, but, you know, such is and such will be. Uh, Georgia, something you want to add? That song creeps me out so much. I hate that song. I'm like, it's just scary. It's a Halloween song. It's terrifying. (laughs) Slow it down and put it in G major, and that's what I'm going to hear as I die slowly. (laughs) It's a generational thing. It's it's something that I, I grew up with. There we go. Speak it. Let's see kind of where the generations cross over. So we want to want to re- reveal our lists now. So we've got the audience and our list. So let's go ahead. The audience list. We want to thank our friends, Alex from Main Street Finance, Ray from Need Three Cups. Uh, we've got Andrew Shevsky, he of the pause for the parks and the Disney one. The Paul hey. and Griff Show. We've got uh, Emma, our friend Emma. Uh, we've got uh, Dwayne Smith. Great We've got our, our official postie of the best film of her podcast, Russell from Kings Lynn. Thank yeah, you, Russell. Thank you, Russ. We've got Sophie Vanden Weyenberg, uh, who is one of our Belgian listeners. Yay, so thank you very much, Sophie. You. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we love how we do in, in there. Uh, we want to thank our friend Debbie. We want to thank Lestat, and we want to thank Rebecca. Yay. So thank you very much here. Let's go ahead. I'm going to total these up, and we'll go through from 10 to 1. So, here we go. So, in joint ninth place, we have Scrooged and Santa Claus the Movie. Oh, I thought that'd go higher. Uh, yeah, uh, I think that's, that's my a, number one. I think that's a, well, that's not us, buddy. This is not our list yet. This oh. is the audience list. Oh, okay. <laughs> People whose names I just read out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So, ninth is Scrooged and Santa Claus the Movie. I think there's something with Santa Claus the Movie and with Scrooge that says yeah. both set, bo- both not set in the 80s, both from the 80s. Yeah. And I think we're seeing that you and I are probably on the top end of a podcast listenership. Yeah. And most people are in their 20s and 30s and therefore haven't seen this, would be my guess. Yeah, yeah, or if yeah. they have seen it, don't have the same sort of nostalgia for it. Mm-hmm. So that would be that. Uh, in eighth place, we have The Grinch. And this is the Jim Carrey version of The Grinch. Yeah. Uh, we had uh, Lestat and Rebecca, friends of the podcast, who have go ahead and ranked that in eighth spot. Um, I think we've talked about that enough. Something we haven't talked about in seventh place, Jingle All the Way. Wow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. Uh, first pick from Alex from first from Main Street Finance. So uh, he has hey. something to explain to you there. Uh, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger looking for a toy. Get down! Oh, Give I me the toy. I need. Yeah. I, I need to be a good dad. <laughs> a little Anakin Skywalker one in his turbo man. Yeah. This is a guilty pleasure. Wait, is, Anakin, is Anakin Skywalker the kid in that? Yeah. Is it Hayden? Is it Hayden Christensen? Yeah. Shut up. I've never seen it. Oh, no, no, no. Jake Lloyd. Oh, Jake uh, Lloyd? Oh, jeez. That's even worse. All right. <laughs> yeah. Jake Lloyd um, before he got arrested for, for uh, drink driving. Interesting film. Uh, in sixth place, it got only first place votes. Two people ranked it first, and no one else ranked it anywhere else. Wow. Die Hard. Yeah. I wonder who. Ray from Not Before Coffee and the Paul, Paul, well, Paul or Griff from the Paul and Griff show. <laughs> don't, so don't put the two names together. Um, that would be sixth place. Uh, in fifth place, we have The Muppet's Christmas Carol. Uh, 
Ooh. Yeah. Well, Which low. first place votes from Emma Littler and Debbie. Yeah. So, you know, big shouts there. But I think maybe it's too, I don't know, sappily sweet. I don't know what the deal is there. But, yeah, number four, they have Elf. <sighs> yeah, it's not my thing It's either. a generational thing by the sound of things. Uh, yeah, friends of the podcast, Alex from Mainstream Finance and Rebecca both had it at second and first, respectively. Uh, in third place, uh, you're going to be very happy right now, Ellie. It's the holiday. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. I did not see that coming. No. Um, and Sophie Van Den Weyenberg ranked it number one, whereas Ray from Not Before Coffee ranked it third. In second place, uh, Home Alone. Home Alone, yes, which yeah. did not receive a single first place vote, but still made it high enough to finish wow. number two overall. Wow. Yeah. Um, we had Paul and Griff ranked it second. Uh, we had Sophie Van Weyenberg ranked it second, and a couple of other people put on their lists. But number one, and if I'm being honest, it's not even close. No. Love Actually. Yeah. Christmas yeah. is all around. Yeah. So that was the audience pick. Uh, Ethan, what were you going to say we hadn't talked about yet? I realize we haven't even mentioned Polar Express. Oh, yeah, see, that's because I, I haven't yeah. seen it. Ah. I haven't seen it either. That's why I gave people oh, I a chance to talk either. about it. It's Tom Hanks, who my mom thought was icky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, but that is, uh, that, I, I just don't. I, I don't it's ugly. It's the computer. It's, it's, that's the issue I have with it. I don't, I don't, yeah. don't want to see it. Literally, I don't want to see the animation. It's like Uncanny Valley. Like, they look almost real, but then, like, they're slightly, like, animatronic-ish. It's really weird. I yeah. I like the story, though. It's in the same vein, though, that you kind of dislike the Jim Carrey Christmas Carol, because it's, let's see how many people Tom Hanks can play. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. That's a bad thing, but it's, uh, it's a slog once well, you reach, like, over nine. Polar Express got one vote on the audience panel, and that was Dwayne oh, Smith wow. in fourth. <laughs> That's the only audience vote it's gotten. So maybe there's a reason why we didn't talk about it. Let's finish up by talking about the BFE list. I have in my hands the BFE list. Please feel free to jump in as you see fit. In eighth place, we have a three-way tie. Wow. Oh. Oh. Yes. Uh, We have uh, something I've never heard of. The Happiest Season? Oh, that was my choice. That was my choice. Uh, That came out this year about like two weeks ago. Oh, Uh, really? Okay. Yeah. I love it, and I'm going to explain why. Because there are never any gay Christmas films, and this is a nice little lesbian Christmas film starring Kristen Stewart. And oh, um, I want to see this! I saw a trailer yeah, for it's it. It's really, really good. I watched it like two days ago, uh, okay. and it's become probably one of my favorite Christmas okay. films I've seen of recent. It's beautiful. The trailer did look good, I have to say. Yeah, uh, it's got Alison Brie too. So, like, oh, love Alison Brie. Also in eighth place, Liam, uh, you'll be happy. Last Christmas. Yay. Yay Love that movie. And we've talked Shut about up, that. <laughs> <laughs> and then also in eighth place, Georgie, you'll be happy. It's the Santa Claus. Yay. <laughs> uh, Does this basically mean the three of you rank that as your, those as your number ones and that's how they've got Are they your number twos? Place. What are they? I don't know what they are. No, Happiest was Santa my Claus number two. two yeah, last, so, yeah. last Christmas was my number two. Yeah, it was, it was, it was all of your number twos. Yeah. So um, Nativity was number seven for us. Uh, didn't chart in the audience list, but Nativity was our number seven. We've talked about that, so I think we're all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know who had it the highest. Um, I didn't rank it. I didn't rank it either. I no. had it at number four. Okay. I had it at like seven, I think. Okay. Or eight. Number six, Liam, it's time for me and you to live some nostalgia. It was number 10 on the audience list, or nine. It's number six for us, Santa Claus the movie. Yeah. Feels all right. Yeah, feels good. I'm okay with that. That's my number one choice. Number five, uh, number six for the audience or something like that. Number five for us, uh, Die Hard. Yeah. 
Yeah, 60 odds, five for us, Die Hard. Uh, I think I was the highest on this one. I had Die Hard at five. I had it at eight. I had it at eight. Okay. Yeah. I think it was just enough people's lists it popped up on that it did that. Number four did not appear on the audience list, maybe even at all. I don't know if it got a single vote. I'm going through it. I don't think it did, which is remarkable. We know our Twitter audience and our Twitter engagement is very British. Number four for us, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yay. Yeah. That's cool. Yay. That was number six for me on my list. Number so. six for you. I, put it, was, I had it at four. I had it at five. Okay. Number three, not on my list. Not on my list. And it was number two for the audience, Home Alone. Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, that's number three for one. me. Nine on my list. Did, Ellie, did you say it was your number one? Absolutely. Yeah. We've talked about why you like that one so much. I didn't didn't make mine. It was on my list briefly, and then something knocked it off. So, such as yeah. uh, number two, uh, Love Actually. Wow, which mm. number one for the audience? Number two for us. That's charted really well, hasn't it? Shows you how, how good a movie that really is. Then. I guess so. I guess people just you know, yeah. I think it's a lot of people's like adult Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah. It's not on my list at all. And you've and you've not seen it? Yeah, I think it charted. Just, I think everybody else ranked it. I don't know, Ethan. Did you rank it? I've never seen Love Actually. Okay. I had well, it, but I had I it. Pride myself. I had it at two, a six. You had it at six, Ellie. Love Actually, number two. Yeah, so two, two, and six. That's why. And number one, and again, I don't think this one was close either. Uh, number one with oh yeah, it's not even remotely close. <laughs> was the Muppet Christmas Carol for us? Oh yeah, nice. Hey, uh, my ev- number one. Everybody ranked it. I had it at one. Ethan had it at one. Georgia had it at one. Ellie had it at six. Liam had it at four. Yeah. So definitely, uh, it's I guess the only film we all charted as well. It is yeah. the only film we all charted. Home Alone, four of us charted. And outside of that, nothing else got more than three. So for us, the definitive Christmas movie is The Muppet Christmas Carol. And I have not planned this. That's funny. But we are <laughs> releasing The Muppet Christmas Carol as our December 24th release on Talking the Mickey. But we will also be using it as our um, special Christmas present on Best Film Ever. Yeah. So we're dropping both of those Christmas Eve morning. And I'm looking forward to that. That should I be am. I am. a whole lot of fun. And Love also, me. please keep your ears out because next Tuesday uh, coming, we'll release uh, on both streams again. We're going to release the audience number two and the BFE number three, Home Alone, as another crossover. Yeah. Mainly because I forgot it was on Disney Plus. So because it is, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do a crossover. And we'll all have to learn to speak about 20% less to make up for the fact there'll be five of us instead of four. Wow, well, yeah. Actually, if we all speak 5% less, that gives 20 to Ethan, and then we'll be all caught <laughs> So there we go. I mean, I'm just okay with like five, and I can quote it. There you go. Excellent. So uh, that was the roundtable on the best Christmas films ever. I hope you are feeling Christmassy. Yeah. If I've been thinking, I would have worn a Christmas jumper for this episode. Yeah, same. I've got one on. Well, we definitely have to plan on that for the next two because we've got a couple of Christmas films coming up. So we have to do that. He's got Christmas socks on. (laughs) There we go. Maybe a Christmas to. I'd like to give a shout out to two Christmas films that no one talked about because I think they're kind of underrated. Sure. Uh, Klaus, that came out on Netflix last year, and it is a beautiful film. Uh, it has got uh, Nick Schwartzman and J.K. Simmons playing Santa Claus, and it is this beautiful animated film, and the cell shading is fantastic. I think everyone would love that film. And if you like musicals and zombies, Anna and the Apocalypse is 
our quirky little Christmas film. I think our friends at uh, It's a Musical podcast did an episode on it like a week or two ago. Yeah. I feel like um, I should give a, a shout out to Russ, who, who likes to live in Newton-John like me. And um, shout out to uh, A Christmas Romance with right. Olivia Newton-John, which probably me and him are the only two people who've probably watched it. George, <laughs> George do you want to give a shout out to a film that would be on your list that didn't quite make the big list? Yeah. Um, my number 10 spot went to the Tweenies Enchanted Toy Shop. Jeez. From <laughs> what? Fuck? I have that no idea. We're just making words up now. I did I have a no. stroke. Okay, so Tweenies Enchanted Toyland. In the kids' TV program, yeah. yeah. Okay. They released five episodes, I believe, in 2001 that then got put onto a VHS in one combined film about 95 minutes long. Um, and basically, each of the children go into this enchanted toy shop in the, by their imagination and meet their perfect toy and help that toy become a better version of themselves in like therefore becoming a better version of themselves that way but yeah i put a little bit of the music on that i found on youtube just before we started recording tonight and it just took me all the way back and i now kind of want to find it so i can watch it properly because tweenies enchanted toy shop man is so good okay ellie do you... i wish this was a video podcast because i just want ethan's face to be broadcast while <laughs> you were speaking then <laughs> okay uh ellie something you want to add that wasn't quite on the list not really. Okay, and then I'm going to go ahead and give a love of love to Gremlins, which I had as my oh, number. Yeah. I had as my number six, and was surprised that no one else ranked. But I, thought, I was going to, but like I said to you before, there's so many. Yeah, yeah, it is. I just really went. I mean, I had Lethal Weapon on mine too, but Gremlins is the one that I was yeah. kind of like. I think I had six. I was like really rate Gremlins as a dark. When I want to talk about alternatives to Christmas movies, mm. I think Gremlins is an alternative to a Christmas movie. Absolutely. While still upholding many of the same tenets of a Christmas film. So, uh, why don't you get a hold of us? If you didn't get a chance to get your name in or you think we got something wrong, let us know what you think at Best Film Ever Pod on all the social media accounts, whether that's Facebook, Instagram, or the Twitter. Uh, outside of that, we hope all our listeners, whether you, uh, if you catch this before or after, have a very Merry Christmas. Uh-huh. A great new year. We've got lots of good stuff coming your way. Two more Christmas film um, reviews. We've got our best of and worst of lists that I've been waiting all year to do. And I'm very I'm very excited about those roundtables, the best of and the worst of. And those will be the next two roundtables coming your way in early January, I would think. They will be releasing those maybe one week after the other. So for best film ever, I have been Ian. I'm Liam. I've been Ellie. I've been Ethan. And I'm Georgia. And the one film we didn't talk about at all and didn't receive a single vote in either category. Look, Daddy, teacher says every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. A wonderful life. We'll catch you on the flippity-flap. The flippity-flip-flap. Merry Christmas, folks. Yeah, Merry Christmas, everyone.